It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody. From people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. Today, we are talking about negotiating your salary. It's something that you're likely afraid of. I don't know why, because it's not like you don't need to get paid. It's not like you don't know what's going to happen. But I see so many people miss it. And when I say miss it, I mean leave money on the table. And that you, you, the happily ever employed audience, we don't do that. We don't leave money on the table. We get everything we came for because our whole goal is to get the promotion we want and the pay that we deserve. Because how are you going to build a multi-billion dollar organization by leaving thousands on the table? And I don't say the word thousands cavalierly. You know what I've done. You know I've been the head of HR for large organizations, 20,000 plus employees. I have negotiated salaries large and small. And too many times I have sat there and watched people leave money on the table. The organization's job is to pay as little as they can. And your job is to get as much as you can. And the goal is that you all meet somewhere in the middle. But this idea that you walk away leaving money on the table, not today, because you will walk away with the five tips on how to best negotiate your salary. But before we jump into these tips, I want to talk about a reality. Here's a reality that we need to truly, truly face, a reality called Equal Pay Day. I know you've heard of it. I know you've heard of Equal Pay Day. But if you haven't, Equal Pay Day is the day in the year where women catch up to what men were making at the end of the previous year. So Equal Pay Day in the U.S. is March 31st. That's the day in the year that women catch up to what men were making at the end of the previous year. But here's the gotcha. March 31st is not everybody's equal payday. Deidre, what do you mean? What I mean is that August 13th is Black women's equal payday. That means we're almost into another year And black women are just now starting to catch up and make what men, white men were making at the end of the previous year, August 13th. Now, what does that speak to? That speaks to gender inequities. That speaks to race inequities. That speaks to systemic issues that we have around race and gender in the workplace and in society. But, but it also speaks to our failure and discomfort with negotiating our salaries. And after you finish this podcast, this shall not be the case anymore. Not only will you know how to negotiate your salary, I also want you as employeepreneurs comfortable asking for a raise. No one, no one, and we've talked about this before, no one is coming to save you. 
It is your job to build a multi-billion dollar organization. It is your job to recognize your career as your product. It is your job to market, promote, sell, and show value and get the most for your product. Coca-Cola is not waiting for you to come and tell them how much Coke costs. They tell you how much it costs. And if you want to pay for it, you get a Coke. If you don't, you don't. Your career is your product and you have to, you absolutely have to know how to market and get the right value for that product. So here's what I want to do. I want us to hit these five key things, the five things. Now there's tons more and you all know how to find me. You know how to go to my website. You know how to email me. You know how to find more. And I'll even put a blog post up for you on salary negotiations. But now we're going to hit these five in the podcast. So number one, know the value you add. Listen to me and listen to me carefully. There is no technique for not adding value. I cannot give you a negotiation skill if you add no value. There is nothing I can teach you, nothing I can tell you, no book you can read, no guru you can go to that's going to tell you how to get money for not adding value. Organizations are in the business of bringing on people that improve their bottom line. You know what improving their bottom line is? It's adding value. It's adding value. If you don't add value, there is nothing I can tell you. But you have to know what that value is worth. Know what adding that value is. When you come to me, when you call me as a client, you've called me to work with me. You've called me to coach you. You've called me to say, hey, Deetra, you know what? I'm tired of doing this on my own. I know you're the guru. I've seen your results. I know what you do. I am hiring you to help me get the promotion I want and the pay that I deserve. I know what that's worth to you. I know what it's worth to take you from a $50,000 job to a $150,000 job. And so I charge accordingly. You should be doing the same with your employer. So one, number one, know the value you add and what it's worth to the company. If you don't know that, you're already starting from behind the eight ball. So know what that value is. Second is understand the market data. What do I mean by understanding the market data? I mean, know what that job typically gets paid based on your locale. So if you live in Manhattan, That's going to be a different salary structure than if you live in Hinesville, Georgia. The cost of living isn't the same. Cost of insurance isn't the same. That's a totally different salary structure. So know what the market data is for the job that you're doing, the hours you're working, and the location you're working in. A good place to look things like this up is salary.com. I give that because salary.com is a free tool and it gives you basically what you need and it'll give you a low, medium, and high salary range. That way you can put in your location and all that stuff, your title, and it can tell you, hey, this is a salary that you may want to request. 
Now on that low, middle and high range, where do I fall, Deetra? That's a great question. Based on your education and experience. So say, for example, if you've only been doing this job for a year, you may be on that low end. But if you can walk in the door saying, hey, I've been doing this job for 25 years and I have the education to support it and the certifications, you're probably going to negotiate on that high end. So walk in there, educate it. Don't just pull it off the top of your head. Oh, I think I should be making $200,000. Well, what if that's ridiculously high or what if that's ridiculously low? Know the market data. The third one, and here is where I see people mess up most often, most often, total compensation package. It's not just about salary. It's your total compensation package. I have seen people walk away from a very good deal because they did not understand total compensation package. I have also seen people leave thousands of dollars that could translate into millions of dollars because they did not negotiate a total compensation package. If you are just talking salary, you are missing the boat. What do I mean by total compensation package? Total compensation package includes everything of value that that company can give to you. That could mean, of course, base salary, because it's like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We got to have our basic needs met. You can't come to me offering a whole bunch of PTO and you're not paying me enough to pay my rent. Like when I take time off, you just want me to go sleep under a bridge. So we have that base salary. Of course, that has to be met. But total compensation package includes bonuses, PTO or paid time off, equity in the company or investment into retirement. So all of these things can matter as it relates to total compensation package. So that could even, depending on where you are, that could even be a company vehicle, company housing, all of these things. So know what's available as it relates to your organization and your total compensation package. So I said a few seconds ago, I've seen people walk away from very good deals. I had one particular person I was working with and the organization could not meet their salary requirements. So they wanted to make a certain salary. The organization could not meet those salary requirements and the client was ready to walk. They said, this is the pay I want. And if I can't get this pay, I'm out. I stopped them and said, time out, pump the brakes. Where can they improve the total compensation package? When I sent the client back to negotiate, not salary, but total compensation package, they were able to get a sign-on bonus. Now, mind you, their sign-on bonus was actually enough to bring them up to the salary they wanted. Boom. But a sign-on bonus is a one-time thing, so their annual salary would not be that, so we couldn't stop at the sign-on bonus. But here you go, total compensation package, sign-on bonus. What we also negotiated was a retention bonus after a certain amount of time. So after they were there for a period of time, they also got a retention bonus, which was a huge thing for them. Again, bringing them closer to that salary they wanted. Now here's the gotcha. This company had tuition reimbursement. 
So not only were they able to get the sign-on bonus, a retention bonus, they were also able to get tuition reimbursement. But what we also negotiated was a tuition reimbursement for their children. Game changer. If they stayed with the company a certain amount of time, this company would pay a certain amount of their child's tuition. That's money in your pocket. It may not be going into your account, but it's preventing money from going out of your account as well. So when you approach it from total compensation package, it's a game changer because I moved this client from salary to total compensation package, their total compensation package ended up being over $100,000 more than they were going to negotiate in their salary. No and negotiate based on the total compensation package. And a big thing, not the biggest, but a big thing is don't save salary discussions for the end. Here's the deal. I know I've been on both sides. I've been on the side of the employer who was talking to you, the candidate about the salary. I've been the candidate who was talking to the employer negotiating salary. It's an uncomfortable conversation and there is nothing that I'm going to tell you or teach you that makes it comfortable. We just have to live with it and sit in it. It is an uncomfortable conversation, but what we can't do is allow that discomfort to make us wait till the end. I have seen so many candidates waste their time on an interview process, recruiting, interviewing, talking, meeting, only to get to the end and realize we don't have a deal here. They could have eliminated that problem in the very beginning. Now, at the beginning of the conversation, you're just talking, you're just entertaining the idea. That's not the time to get into the nitty gritty of salary, but that is the time to discuss salary ranges. You need to know that this company is even in my range. If you're going out and you know, I'm already making 110, I'm not interested in leaving this company unless I'm going to make 150. And they tell you, oh, our range is 75 to $90,000. There is nothing for us to discuss here. There is no need to waste our time. There's no need to waste your time, my time, anyone's time. I know that I'm not moving for less than 150 right? So don't wait until the end of the relationship to discuss the salary. We need to talk about this upfront and early to make sure we're on the same page. Now, if they say the salary range is 120 to 145, and you know I'm, I'm not willing to leave for less than 150, we're still in the ballpark because most often organizations have a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to money. They may say we top out at 140. They probably can get you to 150. They have some wiggle room. Every, every organization, every company is different, but most organizations have a little bit of wiggle room. So if they say 145 and you were aiming for 150, we can probably still talk, right? Number five, and this, I know I said other ones were the most important, but this is truly the most important. If you're going to be successful in salary negotiations, you have to have to be willing to walk away. 
And I don't mean like the pretend to walk away, like, oh, I'm just going to start walking towards the door because I know they're going to call me back and they're going to really want me and woo me. They're not going to let me leave. No, I mean, you have to truly be willing to walk away. Know what you want. And if they can't meet what you want, walk away. There is another opportunity for you. You are an employeepreneur. You don't have time to waste in a job that you know you don't want to be in, that doesn't truly value what you bring to the table, that cannot compensate you properly, and you're not going anywhere in. All of that is a part of it. What am I getting paid? What are my benefits? And where am I going in this company? All of that matters. And if they can't meet your requirements, walk away. If you can't walk away, you're already in a bad position. So let me run through these five really, really quickly. Number one, know the value you add and know what that's worth to them and to you. Number two, Understand the market data. What is the market paying for your skill set, your education, and in your area, your locale? Number three, talk total compensation package, not just salary. This is about way more than salary. You want a total compensation package. Do not leave money, benefits, pay, any of that. Don't leave it on the table. Talk total compensation package. Number four, don't wait until the end to discuss salary. Salary is a conversation that needs to be had early and often to at least make sure you're on the same page. And number five, be willing to walk away. If the cars don't fall in your order, if they aren't able to meet, don't waste time. Be willing to walk away. Now, those are my top five things for you on salary negotiations. Now, I want you to take that. I want you to take that information, make a strategy, and go after the salary you deserve. Because what do we do as employeepreneurs? I tell you, my job is to help you get the promotion you want and the pay that you deserve. But the optimal thing is help you get it. No one's going to give it to you. So you have to put these tips and tools and techniques into practice. You have your five, go out and get the pay that you deserve because I can't help you build a multi-billion dollar organization if you aren't currently getting the right price for your product, which is your career. Remember. I can't say it enough. You are a multi-billion dollar organization and your career is your product. Charge accordingly. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E X E C U. P-R-E-P dot com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.